You're listening to the B2B Content Show, a podcast about the how, what, and why of B2B content marketing. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. I'm Jeremy Shear. The show is brought to you by Conversa, a podcasting agency that helps B2B brands start podcasts to connect with prospects, grow brand awareness, and create better content. So content marketers tend to think of themselves as creators, and rightly so. We're creative types who are good with words and images and video and audio and all that stuff. And, you know, I'm a creator myself, and we take pride in keeping all of our content and social channels filled with well-written stuff, well-designed images, everything really well-produced. But too often, content marketing, as we commonly think of it, I think it it can happen in isolation from the larger scope of other marketing things that are going on at a company, right? And it can be difficult to to really know what else is going on and be able to use that to your benefit. But ideally at a company, I think most marketers would agree, all marketing functions are kind of working in tandem and helping each other and sharing data to raise the impact and ROI of marketing as a whole. That's how today's guest approaches marketing. She's Shay Henry. Shay is a senior content marketing manager at AdRoll, which is a marketing and advertising platform. So Shay, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Jeremy. Excited to be here. So let's jump right in. Is it fair to describe your approach, kind of what I just described in my little spiel? Is it fair to describe that as maybe kind of a holistic approach to content marketing? Absolutely. My approach to content marketing really takes in perspective the entire marketing function. So looking at all of the different channels, looking at all of my different team members on the marketing team and saying, where can I dive into your data and your expertise and really leverage that in our content marketing? In my mind, Content marketing is so many steps. It's the research, it's the creation, it's the distribution strategy, it's the analysis that happens afterward to tweak and improve and reuse your content. And I think you have to really understand everywhere your content went and how it performed in order to really get the most out of that content and improve your strategy. Can you give me an example of how that might work? Say like how how you do it in your position. Yeah, yeah. So one of the things that I do is I make really good friends with the rest of my marketing team. So I always make sure we establish and create those connections. I like to think of the other marketing team members as my subject matter experts. I am the subject matter expert in content marketing, but I'm not the subject matter expert in literally everything I could write about. My job is to actually extract that information from people who have depth of expertise and authority and pull that out and really utilize it to the best of our ability. So an example of this would be collaborating with a paid ads team. Mm -hmm. So in this position, in a variety of positions, I've been sitting down with a paid team and starting to dive into the numbers. They obviously have a, a variety of goals, anywhere from brand awareness to conversion or, you know, whatever goals they have. But being able to place that into your content marketing strategy as well works really nicely. So what keywords perform well with brand awareness? What creative performs well with brand awareness? How can I take those keywords and how can I plug them into my strategy? Can I take a paid ad and create an organic social post with it instead and use that again? 
I think what it does is it also creates a really nice seamless omni-channel experience for your customers. Your customers see something here, it makes sense, they see the message again, it's continuity, they understand what to expect, and they're willing to kind of dive in from there. So, Well, certainly being able to kind of express the same or a similar message in different places in different ways seems important, right? It takes you know, what, seven, eight, nine, ten times before people really even remember seeing a thing, right? Exactly. Here at Adwell, we say there are 56 touch points in the customer journey. Hmm. So, I mean, you're obviously not going to do all of that with just paid ads, right? You've got to, you've got to be there on every step of the way from your organic social media to your blog posts, PR, everything really contributes to that customer journey and being able to, like you said, consistently message that is incredibly important. They come to know what yeah. to expect from your brand. They come to know like what the, what the differentiators are for you and, and how you really stand out from your competition. So can you give me like a very specific example of from the last time that you had a chat with the, the paid ads team and something yeah. specific that you learned that then you brought to your team? Yeah. So one of the things that we noticed as we started to run a few new types of ad is we actually started to incorporate some more AI imagery into some of our ads and not something that I've experimented with on the content marketing side on social or within, within content. But what we noticed is a, a good reaction from people. People are engaging with AI. They're asking questions about this image. They're intrigued by the uniqueness of it. So my goal now is to take that information back and see how we can build on that. How can we utilize AI and how can we maybe even talk about AI? We're powered by AI and machine learning. So I understand the place of it in marketing and that it's a huge commentary obviously right now. And that mm -hmm. just continued to essentially like tell us, yes, let's continue talking about AI. Let's utilize that. Let's talk about its place in marketing. And just learning that from seeing people's reactions to our AI generated imagery and the questions they asked immediately unlocked a new understanding of the way people perceive AI. Mm, that's really cool. Right. And if you, if you weren't connecting with the paid ads team, you might not have, you might not have known that or it would have taken longer maybe, but you, that, that's a cool example. Yeah, exactly. Is if I hadn't been aware of what my paid ads team was doing, communicating with them, what creative is going out, what new, what content pieces are you putting money behind? Another specific example is utilizing eBooks in paid efforts. There's a variety of ways to utilize gated content in paid advertising, but I'm not the person who runs the ads. So seeing the seeing the numbers from our paid ads person and having us tell me this guide performs incredibly well with this particular ad set with this particular copy i can take that and now i can use it as an organic recurring post knowing that the engagement is going to be fairly predictable let's talk about data for a second and i i think it's important because i and i bring this up because i think a lot of like creative content types maybe aren't super conversant with data. I mean, I'll speak for myself, you know, I always say like, well, I'm not a math person. I'm not a numbers person, which makes me feel a little inadequate. How conversant do you think content marketers should be with data and be able to read it and extract meaning from it? How important is that in your view? I personally think that's incredibly important. I'm also not personally a numbers person. I'm not, my fire is not lit for numbers. It's not, that's not where it yeah. is. But I do know that numbers tell stories and mm. numbers are incredibly powerful, especially if you have a boss or a manager that you have to show some 
line from your content efforts into the bottom line. So being able to pull in and look at that data and be able to read it is incredibly important. However, I think that while you don't have to be the person who is who knows where all the data lives, you're pulling in reports, compiling sheets, anything like that. I don't necessarily think that is is the level of, of depth needed, but being able to figure out where you're supposed to go for the data, identifying the people in your organization or the mm. tools that you have that might be able to extract that data is is very helpful um, because those data sources can also be kind of leveraged in a variety of ways. So let's say you utilize a social posting tool and you're not entirely familiar with the back end of each native platform like Facebook or Instagram or TikTok yeah. or whatever, and you're utilizing the tool to kind of automate and help manage your social posting. They have a lot of really easy templated reports that kind of spit can spit stuff back out at you and being able to look at that and look for patterns. What types of posts got more clicks? Were they videos? Were they around one specific topic? And kind of just being able to pick out pieces that you know, content type, content topic and keywords that may have been present. Was it a specific link you shared? Is that one thing performing better than others? So I think just looking for those little those little pieces and kind of using them to create the larger picture. Okay. So kind of what I'm hearing is that you can keep it relatively simple. Mm-hmm. It's not like you have to dive deep, deep into the data and like use, you know, like you don't have to be a data scientist to just look at like three key things mm-hmm. and at least start there and exactly. which is better than like better than nothing right yeah right like it, it's fun to kind of just go wild and like throw stuff at the wall and see if it sticks sometimes but if you're really looking to start to power a strategy that's data driven being able to just look at those uh, one or two metrics or one or two areas and being able to kind of utilize those as pattern spotting and and reiterating on them is really helpful. Of course, if you have a marketing analyst or something like that, of course, that is always super helpful. But those are those are some of the areas where if you're just getting started or you have some some basic tools, pulling out a few things that matter to you. Yeah, something like, oh, I'm just interested in broadening my keyword breadth. Okay, well then dive into posts on social or into your paid ads and see which keywords do well. Do you are use your content optimized for those? That would be a pretty simple, a pretty simple update and a pretty simple thing to start to build content off of. Right. You're just looking for one or two kind of data points and it's pretty easy to see which ones have more views or clicks exactly. or whatever, just at a glance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And as you say, you know, if you're fortunate enough to have like a data team or a, a marketing analyst, then awesome, right? You could get much more complex information. But if exactly. you don't, it doesn't mean that you're that you're stuck with nothing. You can do what you just suggested. Exactly. Even on all of those little data points, there's always something to be found. There's always more to learn about your customer. I the approach that I take when diving into data is what does the customer need to know? Oh, they're clicking on a bunch of how-to content. Okay, where could they possibly be in our marketing funnel then? If they're looking mm. for how to actually launch ads, that looks like they're pretty pretty far into the funnel there. They're ready to actually hit go on an ad on, on ads and they want to know how to do it and kind of looking at that and saying, okay, what's the next how to then how to launch yeah. email marketing, right? Like, and being able to kind of reiterate, even on the smallest things to try to engage your audience again and again is really helpful. And it, it covers a lot. This is all really good stuff. So 
you guys at AdRoll, I think, are your teams, it sounds very fortunate that you have this kind of holistic approach. What would be your advice to, you know, a content marketing team if they're not doing this yet, but they hear this and they're like, oh, we want to do that too. How do you get started towards a more holistic approach to content marketing? Buy-in. Get everybody that you want to help share data and help power your strategy. Get them bought in. Get them in on it. I'm really excited about this. I think that we could really make an impact in these areas if we sat down and we dove into this data. Or I would really like to all come together and think about how we could make content marketing a powerful engine for us that continues to, to pump out content and create great educational resources or whatever your goal is. Being able to get that buy-in is number one. So collaborate, collaborate, collaborate. And then from there, starting in on that data fluency, just look at the data you have. What data? Audit it. What's available? What's not available? What are the holes that are missing? Oh, I don't know anything about social. Well, then let's start. Let's start there. <laughs> let's pull. Let's pull data from social to begin with. I think that knowing what your goal is for content marketing is also a great place to start. Is your goal to increase site traffic, broaden your keyword scope? Are you looking to educate somebody on a very specific product, service, or you know, offering? What are your goals? And kind of basically step it back from there. You want to, you want conversions. How do we lead people to these conversions? Well, it starts. The first touch point is ads. Okay. Well then let's talk about ads. Where do they go after the ads? What is the next touch point? How can content be there? And kind of auditing your customer journey and what your goal is for your content marketing is the next step after that buy-in, getting everybody excited about using data to power your content marketing strategy. Talk about the end goal, what your hopes are, and ultimately where you'd like to be. Awesome advice. Well, thank you so much for all that. And I just have one final question, and that's how can people uh, connect with you? Yeah, that's a great question. I'm on LinkedIn. You can find it just Shay Henry. I am, like I said, on the AdRoll team. So. All right. Awesome. We'll put a link to your LinkedIn in the show notes. And Shay, thank you so much for a great conversation. Really enjoyed it. Yeah. Thanks so much, Jeremy. I really enjoyed it as well. I hope everybody sees this as an opportunity to start broadening their scopes and really dive into data, get a better understanding of your holistic marketing strategy and cheers to uh, tackling new holistic content marketing. That's it for this episode of the B2B Content Show. You can subscribe anywhere you get podcasts on any podcast app. And while you're at it, you might as well give the show five stars and leave an over-the-top comment about how much you love the podcast. If you'd like to be a guest on the show or you know someone who you think would be a great guest, let us know. You can contact me at jeremy at conversa.com. That's C-O-N-N-Versa.com. The B2B Content Show is brought to you by Conversa Podcasting. Check us out at conversa.com to learn more about how we help B2B brands start podcasts to connect through conversation with the buyers and decision makers you need to get to know to grow your business. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.